High-profile sexual assault cases on college campuses in the past few years have triggered dozens of federal investigations and a call for reform on Capitol Hill. But when a student makes an actual charge of sexual assault on a college campus, the process of finding out what happened still takes place in no open court of law, but instead in front of school officials in a closed tribunal where there are few rules. One question that we had was, and this is going to sound kind of bad, but we're not perfect in reviewing medical records. And there was no reported bruising on the arms or anywhere else on your body outside of that pubic region. Is that accurate? Would you want to respond to that at all? Um, the only things I noticed were in my uh, inner thighs. I just want to clarify that you were feeling pressured throughout this entire experience. Yes. Very pressured. I would like to know an ideal outcome. I think it's expulsion. That's the highest level that um, the school can do. The only reason you are hearing the sound of an actual college sexual assault tribunal from the University of Arkansas is because a team from Vice News got a hidden camera and microphone into a place that is neither open nor formal, part of a Vice HBO documentary segment on how the growing problem of college sex assault cases is being handled and what it's like for assault survivors. Gianna Taboni is a correspondent and producer for Vice on HBO. I was listening to the hearing in real time, and the survivor that, that was in the hearing was very emotional throughout, and the questions were not easy questions to answer. But um, I would imagine when going through an investigation, whether it's through the criminal justice system or a school's adjudication hearing, that there are going to be questions that are going to be difficult to answer because, of course, it was a traumatic experience that this person went through. However, on Monday, we were in uh, Washington, D.C. for a screening, and I sat down with Senator McCaskill and Senator Gillibrand, and they are really experts in this area. Senator McCaskill was a sex crimes prosecutor. They, uh, you know, created legislation for military sexual assault, and both of them scoffed when I asked them that. They said this was terrible. Um, the panelists were not properly trained. And that's one of the things they said, this is a perfect example in your documentary. This is one of the things that we're trying to change. What do you think uh, the institutions are trying to do, either rightly or wrongly, uh, to uh, keep the facts from uh, getting out, to keep this under wraps? I mean, I think Senator Gillibrand said it best in our documentary, which is that a lot of schools really care about their public image. They care about their reputation, sometimes over the well-being of their students. So definitely there are some schools that have changed their policy and presidents who have spoken out committing themselves and, and their schools to change. But there are definitely a lot of schools that um, either have changed their policy in a way that hasn't created change on campus or have not created uh, change in, in, in their policy at all. One of um, the things I heard survivors say was, you know, sure, my school has changed the policy, but they didn't talk to me about it and they didn't talk to our organization about it. Were the people at the center of the issue, they should be consulting us. Statistically, uh, the idea of a sexual abuse victim on a college campus is not confined to women. Um, but uh, in this particular story, um, because of the nature of the survivors that you chose, did you get a sense of how widespread or how seriously this is taken by male students on campuses? You know, I didn't. It's all sort of anecdotal evidence for me being on, on campus. And actually, one of the more frustrating things in producing this this. Uh, documentary is that there aren't a ton of bulletproof statistics. Being on campus, though, um, you know, I think it would be wrong to say that male students aren't uh, don't don't take this seriously and, and aren't committed to um, becoming educated on, on how to prevent these crimes from happening. So, yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, 
unfortunately, we're seeing this culture of rape all the time with news, new news articles about, for instance, last week, Penn State had to suspend a fraternity for three years because fraternity members were found to have been uploading pictures of unconscious nude women at school. And, you know, it's horrifying, but that's something that has almost become normalized because we're seeing the reports with such frequency. Um, but I think it would be wrong to say that male students don't care. I definitely talk to male students who, who do care about this issue. And uh, you say that uh, one of the difficulties here is that it comes down to the account of one person versus the account of another person. Um, how difficult is that for you as a journalist to reconcile? Listen, I think it, it's really difficult as a journalist and, and also as, uh, you know, to adjudicate these crimes for schools. It, it comes down to one person's word against another. There isn't a lot of hard evidence just inherently in these cases. As a journalist, I did as much as I could um, with the, the great team that, that we have at Vice to corroborate all details we could. Um, but at the end of the day, we weren't there, you know, and no one was there besides the two people. So you can never say this happened, which, you know, of course we didn't. Um, but yeah, we, we went to great lengths and thankfully we had months to produce this documentary. So we had a whole team of people um, that was, you know, that worked to corroborate both of the cases that we featured. Uh, what does Title IX do in uh, this whole situation? Does it help or hurt? The idea of Title IX is great. It's there to protect students against discrimination based on based on their sex and create, uh, you know, a, a safe environment for students to receive an education. But there are certain flaws. For instance, if a school is in violation of Title IX, the the law says that they they uh, have all of their federal funding taken away, which that has never happened because it's implausible that will never happen. And so part of what um, is in the bill that the senators are proposing is that it would actually just be a percentage of the federal funding that the school receives, which, you know, is, is a lot more plausible. And uh, why is Title IX an issue in cases of sexual abuse? Because if the school um, doesn't create a safe environment for uh, a student, for instance, if they don't properly handle uh, a case of sexual assault, then that student is being deprived of uh, an equal education. And uh, Senators McCaskill and uh, Gillibrand, who you talk with in, in this documentary, believe that the federal government has a role. Um, do you think uh, students embrace a federal role here and the colleges embrace an actual federalization of essentially uh, campus dating? I mean, listen, it's controversial. I think survivors are thrilled that the federal government is uh, stepping in and trying to create change and proposing this bill. I think that they feel that if that pressure isn't put on their universities and, and the administrators, that nothing is going to change and that their voices won't be heard. Um, and then on the other side of things, you know, Senator McCaskill said it herself, there are a lot of universities, there are a lot of presidents who are not thrilled with us getting involved and, and they want no part of it. Um, so listen, it goes both ways. I think that this has become such a big issue across the country that I think it's a good thing that the federal government is getting involved. John Taboni is a correspondent and producer at Vice on uh, HBO. Thanks so much. Thanks, John. The Vice on HBO documentary Campus Cover-Up airs on HBO Friday, June 5th at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But, but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories. Stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex. Of bugs. <laughs> Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radio Lab adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.